Hey guys, thanks as always for tuning in. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, your support has been great, so thank you to everybody who's downloaded episodes, shared episodes, uh, listened, commented, messaged me, reaching out for different topics or things you want to hear more about. All that's really helpful, and uh, I try to get back to every message that I can. So please, if you have feedback or input or whatever, um, you can email me at Justin at trainedright.com, and I promise I will get back to you as soon as I can. Uh, But this week, I wanted to dive a little bit into specific systems that have helped me over the years to kind of organize my life or be more productive or, or, you know, all of those things. And I mentioned or touched on some of these pieces uh, last week when I was talking about things that kind of helped me get out of my funk, so to speak. And uh, there are a few really specific things that have made a substantial difference for me Uh, And a lot of these kind of revolve around my nighttime and morning rituals, so how I end my day and how I start my day. So with the nighttime ritual, something that I think is really important to understand is that your success tomorrow is really going to depend on what you do today. So the best way to guarantee a successful day tomorrow or in the morning is to start it the night before, is to plan for it the night before. So This doesn't need to be super involved, and with all of these things that I'm going to share with you, keep in mind that, you know, the goal is not for this to take a substantial amount of time. I want this to be something that you can integrate into your life easily and without being super disruptive, because if it is disruptive or if it's something that you have trouble implementing, you're going to be far less likely to do it. So keep in mind that that my processes are things that I have kind of whittled down to the essentials for me, and you can feel free to experiment with this and and find the specific combination of things that works for you. So that being said, my nighttime ritual consists of a couple key things. So first is what I call the brain dump. So this is, I, I, a lot of times I like to handwrite this just because I think it has a better effect on, on at least helping me fall asleep, but I have a small notebook where I write down, you know, notes, thoughts, whatever. And the brain dump is my process for taking all of the stray thoughts that are on my mind or all of the outstanding tasks, all of the to-do list items, everything, and just putting it on a page. So just getting it all out there. Now, this does a couple things. One, it helps me organize the following day uh, or the following week for that matter when I have a very clear uh, layout of what needs to be done or the, the thoughts that I'm that are kind of running through my brain. It helps me write content in the future, which I think is really important practice for, for all of us, which I'll get into. But the, the immediate benefit of this is if you do it before bed, it makes it a lot easier to fall asleep. So if you're anything like me, uh, if I do not write down all of my thoughts before bed or at least, or get most of them on a page, what'll happen is I'll stay awake thinking about all this stuff and it kind of bounces around in my brain. And that's part of why I like to physically write this list when I can, because the physical act of writing things down is is kind of this symbolic gesture that that pulls these thoughts out of your brain and puts them onto the page. So I find that I worry less and I stay up thinking less if I do this process. So like I said, all the stray thoughts, maybe they're, you know, kernels of ideas, the beginnings of ideas, the beginnings of projects that I'm thinking about. Maybe it's something that's outstanding and kind of weighing on my mind, something that I know I need to tackle the next day, uh, upcoming to-do list items, any of that stuff. So all of these things are uh, things that I write down during this, this brain dump. Now from there, I then split 
the next part of this process between the nighttime ritual and the morning ritual. So once I have done this brain dump and I have kind of the outstanding tasks I need to do and a lot of these other stray thoughts, what I do is I create a priority task list. And I've talked about this a little bit uh, before, but, but part of this happens in the morning and part of it happens at night. So the night before I write down the key tasks, right? I, I write down all the things that I know I need to get done and I try to emphasize the, the big pieces or the priority tasks, the things that I know are kind of looming or of high importance. And then this leads into my morning ritual, which is the next system that I've, I've integrated. So, so to close out the nighttime ritual, brain dump, get all your thoughts down, write all the outstanding tasks. Uh, and then a lot of times I'll also just briefly reflect on a win from that day. I think it's important to to pat ourselves on the back for small wins because a lot of times if you have big goals and big aspirations, it's very easy to only focus on the target and not appreciate the journey or appreciate the steps along the way. And so during that nighttime ritual, if you can just take a brief moment to write down something that went well or something that you executed on that day, that can be really helpful. So now moving into the morning ritual, we have our task list that we've written out. The first thing that I do before I dive into that task list in the morning is I write down something that I'm grateful for. So uh, it, it's one to three things typically. Uh, I, I don't. I think you want to keep it small. You don't want this to be a huge time sink or a huge list of things that you need to write down. So one to three key items or key things that I'm grateful for. Now, once I've done that, I go into the task list that I have outstanding and I try to prioritize. So now I take my task list and I look at all the things that I've written down, all the things that I have yet to do. And out of that list, I pick three things that I'm going to focus on for that day. Sometimes it can actually be less than three things. It doesn't always need to be three, uh, but you don't want it to be any more than three. So as human beings, when we're faced with large lists or a number of choices, it makes it much harder for us to make a decision or actually get anything done. So uh, th this has been a study done with sales where when there are more things offered or more products offered, a lot of times people will buy less than if there are fewer choices. So it, when faced with a number of decisions or an infinite number of choices, uh, you know, like the Cheesecake Factory situation, right, where the menu is so big that they have literally everything you could possibly want and it's hard to make a decision. Uh, if you limit the number of choices, then people will make a decision faster and they're more likely to purchase something if you're selling a product. So if we take that same theory and apply it to our task list, you really only want to have up to three things because... If you have more than that, then you're not going to get anything done. I try to immediately begin working on the most difficult task, on the most difficult thing. By working on the most difficult task right away, I build momentum for the day. I build inertia for the day. So if you start to tackle your most important task or the most pressing thing, the thing that you want to do the least, what that will do is make it much easier to get the easier stuff done or the simpler tasks done later in the day. If you start by checking off a lot of the easy boxes, then what will happen is you'll still have that important task 
not finished by the end of the day or by midday. And now you've already spent so much energy doing these little things that it's hard to motivate yourself or get yourself going to do the big task that you know you need to get done. So the goal isn't necessarily to finish this thing in the morning. The goal is to start it. So make some progress on it. Make some tangible progress. You know, check a box. It doesn't need to be done, but start. That momentum will then carry over to the easier task that you were going to do anyways. So after we practice gratitude and kind of list out those things, we say, okay, what are today's priority targets? We look at that brain dump list from the night before. We pick out up to three things and, and only up to three things, no more than that, that you absolutely must get done today. So there are going to be days where you still have a lot of stuff left on your task list. And what you need to be able to do is push those things off and worry about them tomorrow as long as you can accomplish your priority list. If you can accomplish your priority list or make substantial progress every day, then that's a win. And reframing your task list to to be okay with having items outstanding is really important for this reason. And I've talked about this app in in the newsletter a couple times, and and I might have mentioned it on on another podcast, but uh, I use the app Todoist which uh, they have one on iOS, uh, Android there. You can get it for, you know, your iPad, whatever. Uh, there's also an Apple watch integration, which I find really helpful for anybody who, who does that. But uh, this app allows you to set uh, target dates. It allows you to create priority for tasks and it will sort them in that priority on your list. And then what you can do is if I know I'm not going to get to a task today and I have a huge to-do list, I can uh, click on the task that I'm not going to get to you know, if they're not priority tasks, they're just things that are outstanding and I can shift them to tomorrow or the next day or next week or whatever. So it it essentially allows you to clean up your to-do list without deleting anything. And those tasks will pop back up, you know, whenever you've set them to pop back up, but it, it allows you to kind of clean up that list so you can really focus in on the things that you know you need to get done. So I find that app to be really helpful for me because it, it makes me less likely to be overwhelmed by the things that I have left to do. So once I've done that and, and I've made some progress on the hardest thing and I've kind of chipped away at that stuff, like I said, if, if I'm getting through my priority list, then, then I'm happy for the day. Uh, but one thing that's important to reflect on, and you can reflect on this at the end of the day, uh, or it's helpful sometimes to do this in the morning when you're looking at your priority list is just briefly check in and make sure that the, the priority targets that you're working on are things that you actually want to and need to work on in order to accomplish your goals. It's very easy for us to put big things on our plate that in reality aren't actually helping us get where we want to go. And some of that stuff is inevitable. There will be things in life that you just need to tackle that will pop up and that's fine. But if you briefly check in and say, does this stuff really matter? Do I need to really be working on this? And kind of reframe some of those goals and tasks in that context. It can really help you clean up that list and and reorganize the things that you need to do. So now that you've organized your priorities, like I said, I really like to use Todoist, the Todoist app to to do so, to kind of prioritize things and set things on the right day. Uh, I can very easily shift things to another day if need be. And and that that just allows me to keep everything kind of in place and and keep it organized. Now, from there, uh, another system that I have implemented for work periods, especially when I need to to sit and focus. Um, So if I'm working on a film project and I need to edit, for example, there's going to be time where I just need to sit there and get it done and I need to be kind of zoned in. And so to, to create periods of focused work without distraction, what I do is I do a couple things. 
So I've experimented with Pomodoro timers in the past uh, several times. So a Pomodoro timer is essentially this method of doing work where it's it's a 25-minute work block and a five-minute rest or break. And after you know a handful of intervals, that five-minute break becomes a much longer break, a 15-minute break. And this work style, there have been a, a, a few studies on it to kind of prove that it's a, a very effective way to focus. And that focus window can increase over time. You know, as you get used to doing longer periods of work, you can, you know, increase the amount of time that you're sitting there working. But, but the big thing is a lot of us don't realize how distracted we are when we are actually getting things done. Uh, in most work environments, you have constant distractions. If you're in an office and people are walking by, you're getting notifications. Uh, if you're trying to multitask, it's highly ineffective where your concentration is being drawn between multiple things. And this actually creates long periods of work where we're not getting anything meaningful done. And so I like Pomodoro timers because I set one intention for that 25-minute block or whatever it is, and I know that that's my focus for that time. Now, I've dabbled with a handful of apps, and one that I found that I really like, which I actually uh, saw in one of Sahil Bloom's newsletters, is it's called Flow. Very simple app. It's the Flow Timer. I believe it's just on iOS and Mac. I haven't seen a version for Android that was equivalent, but there are a number of other apps if you're you know, on an Android system or on a PC. But the thing that I like about the Mac and iOS app is that it's a very simple timer. It can also live in the top bar on, on a Mac. So what I can do is I can set the timer on my laptop. I can put my phone on do not disturb and actually put my phone away so that I'm not tempted to look at it or check notifications or whatever. And then I can see that timer in the upper menu. So I know exactly how much work time I have remaining. I know how much rest time I have remaining. And during that five minute rest, if you want to, you know, take a look at your phone or do whatever, that's that's your time to do it. But this really helps me focus. And I've found that if I'm working in short bursts like this, I'm way more productive just because I like many of us, I'm easily distracted. And if I'm left to my own devices, I will uh, have a random thought that has nothing to do with what I'm working on. And I'll end up going down a rabbit hole of either uh, researching that thing or writing down notes on something different or, or working on a different task or answering an email or whatever it is. And so uh, the Flow app really helps me just kind of hone in on work times, concentrate and get things done. And so you know, whatever version you use, there a lot of them are minimal apps. You can use a regular like kitchen timer or or stopwatch or whatever, which can be helpful. Uh, but the key is that you don't want the app or the timer that you're using to be a source of distraction. So if you have it on your phone, I would highly encourage that you're turning other notifications off. Or now on 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 iPhones, you can set up like a work do not disturb mode where it limits the apps that display or limits the notifications or whatever. I highly recommend that you do something like that if. Uh, you struggle to focus or if you're inclined to grab your phone and, and look for something. Now, once I've done my focused work, I, you know, I've prioritized my tasks. I've, I've kind of worked through some of those things. At the end of each day, I, I really try to reflect a little bit, uh, either as part of my nighttime ritual or just as the day comes to a close. And, and this isn't always a written or formal process by any means. This sometimes is just kind of thinking to myself and sitting at the end of the workday or whatever, and and just reflecting briefly on how that day went. You know, I'm not trying to spend a ton of time picking things apart. 
I just want to look at my processes and look at my systems and say, okay, did this work well for me today? What can I tweak? You know, uh, was I able to get my priority tasks done? And if I wasn't, that's fine. Things happen. But was there a specific reason? Was there a specific distraction? Is there something that I can avoid doing tomorrow that would allow me to make better progress? So it's a very brief reflection. And, and then I just look at the day. Did I move myself closer to my goals? Were these tasks my own? Were these things that were put on my plate? Like I said before, there will be things that you inevitably need to deal with that you don't necessarily want to, but, but that's fine. Sometimes your priority tasks will be things that just have to get done. But you want to make sure that on average or as a trend, you're working on things that are going to get you closer to where you ultimately want to be, right? It's, it just takes some time and look back at the day. So none of these systems should be invasive or intrusive and none of them will work or some of them rather will not work for you. You know, this is certainly not a blueprint that will work for everybody. Uh, But for me, I try to keep things as simple as I can. And this process has worked really well for me for organizing my tasks, for kind of keeping my thoughts on paper. I, I mentioned or touched on this earlier, but the brain dump also helps me just write down ideas that I want to expand on later. So I think writing in some capacity is a necessary skill for all of us to think more critically and and just be better thinkers. And so I like to, I write obviously a newsletter, I, I write a lot on Twitter, and then I share some of those thoughts in this podcast. But for me, putting ideas or threads of ideas down and exploring them later and having some time to think about them just helps me to, you know, uh, stay more knowledgeable and to really embrace my curiosity and to explore things that interest me. Because I'll forget stuff if I don't write it down, right? If it's not on my calendar, or if I didn't write it down, I, I, I will forget it. I don't, you know, I don't have a, a great memory unless I'm intentional about it. And so, you know, this this brain dump process allows me to create threads that I want to explore. And for me, that's rewarding. You know, some of you. Uh, probably listen to this because you also like learning and you like learning random things. And, and for me, it's a rewarding experience. So, so by going through that process and having that system in place, I'm able to explore these things further, uh, you know, when, when I can, or when I have the time to do so. So all of these things serve a very specific purpose for me and they don't take a ton of time. Uh, you know, the, the flow timer helps me utilize and leverage my time well because I don't necessarily always have huge chunks of time to get work done, but I know I can really sit there and focus for that 25 minutes or whatever I have. Uh, you know, the Todoist app makes it very easy for me to declutter my task list and to organize things by priority and when I want to get them done. So I'm not overwhelmed by, you know, a huge to-do list of things that need to happen. I know I can put it in there. I can push it to another day, forget about it, and it's not going anywhere. Uh, and then my morning and nighttime ritual are really things that I've kind of uh, optimized to be about a five minute process at the tail end of the day. And I know that I can always spend that time and spending that time is helpful. Even if it's like the last thing I do when I'm in bed and it's the last thing I'm thinking about, you know, just going through that process at night and then going through that process in the morning, it helps anchor my day and it, 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 it really helps. I think some people's morning and nighttime rituals are, are insane and really hard to follow. And I, I certainly don't, uh, buy into the productivity, genre of, oh, your morning ritual has to be, you know, 15 minutes of, of sun in the nude and you have to walk around and do all this stuff and you have to do yoga for 60 minutes and then work out. And then you have to, you know, drink six glasses of water and all this other stuff. I think some people, it works really well to have something so rigid and so time consuming. But for most of us, I also realize that, that our lives are busy and we have a lot of responsibilities. And so 
My goal is to give you the simplest and easiest thing that you can consistently implement that is still going to move the needle. And so that's the whole focus of these systems and processes that that I've found work really well for me. So uh, if you have any questions, comments, if you want to learn more about the apps that I mentioned or the things that I mentioned in this podcast, feel free to reach out to me, justin at trainedright.com. Uh, you can always email me ideas for future podcasts. Uh, if there are systems that you really like or things that you found really help you, share those with me as well because I'm always looking for better ways to do things. And maybe you have a system that works really well that I haven't thought of and that I can integrate into my routine as well. So feel free to reach out, share, chat. Uh, I I always appreciate hearing from you guys. Uh, And that being said, thanks again for tuning in. Until next week, I hope you have a fantastic weekend.